podcast listeners. If you hear my voice right now, I need you to do something for me. I want you to take out your phone or on your computer, go to Apple Podcasts, search for Ask Your Old Head Podcast. You'll see my, my logo, my little picture, my little image there. Find the show. Please rate and write a review. It's a small thing, but it helps others find this work and find what I'm doing here. And it really, really matters, uh, as small as that may seem. So if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Peace. Peace. This is the Ash Your Old Head podcast with Justice Raji. In this episode, I am joined by Randall Wyatt. Randall is a music artist, activist, uh, and the new uh, leader of a, a nonprofit um, service effort called Taking Ownership. Uh, I've known Randall for several years. I had the pleasure of working with Randall in a professional capacity and um, also getting the chance to several times to hear him um, you know, add on musically and uh, with his with him and his band, and also doing his own thing. So, you know, I'm not going to do a whole lot of talking about setting up, but um, you know, please tune in and listen, and let's get into the interview. Peace, peace. This is the Asher Overhead Podcast with my guest Randall Wyatt. Randall, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing real good, man. I just uh out of a meeting going to be a part of something big uh really happy and really excited about uh what's going to happen with this movement i'm doing good man it's a hot day though hot yeah day. yeah i was just out in do, it um, i don't do i don't do well in the heat <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know it's it's an acquired taste <laughs> 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 at least in the pacific northwest for sure but yeah, yeah i mean word up word up but we'll just ease into it so you can get into your day or the rest of your day. Um, first, though, just anybody or someone or something, anyone you want to give some reverence um, or love to before we get into our conversation? Um, you know, I always shout out my kids. They, they're the ones that keep me going. Um, and they're great. They're great human beings. Um, but I, I do want to give a special shout out to uh, a friend of mine, Fahim uh, Ipoy. He's doing great work in the... Uh, in the, in the protest, he's speaking to politicians. He's the one setting up big meetings, getting things together. So I want to give him a big shout out and everybody out there protesting and working, you know, to get progress and build equity uh, and, and see equitable change. So, yeah. Word up, word up. Peace to them. Peace to them. And say his name one more time to make sure I got it right. Or Fahim, the... Fahim Akwe. Fahim Akwe. Peace. Yeah. Word up. So, um, so first question, what's a standard or value, something that you practice as you move through the world? Just, you know, how you try to carry yourself. Integrity is really important to me. Uh-huh. Really, really. And, uh, you know, I've never really wavered from my mission in hip hop and, and activism and who I am as a person. Um, just to like, just to come up, you know, I've always been community oriented. I always try to be trustworthy. Um, so integrity is big for me. I always try to move with it. I always try to stick to my word. And, and also, you know, be okay with not knowing stuff, too. You know, like, be okay with asking questions mm. and uh, not always knowing. But, yeah. Right, right. So just with integrity, is there a particular, like, something, either something 
something that helped you to to really hold on to that value or or like how you got there to understand that you needed to keep that up the up to par? I don't know. Not you know, I can't say I was like really raised with it. I come from a family that was really just like go to work, pay the bills, get mm-hmm. go get it done. I kinda was just naturally a dude that wanted to go outside the box and do things differently. Uh, and uh I don't know where I got got it. I don't know. It just it just I think it's just something that's in, in my soul, man, to be honest. Indeed. Like it's just in me. Uh, I always felt this way since a little kid. Really, really strong about social issues and about mm-hmm. um, um what I needed to do when I get older to try, you know, to live a, a full life and uh, do something. Yeah. Make, a, make a change, man. Make a change. Yeah. Appreciate that. Positive. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, relationships, you know, broadly defined, what's something that you've learned uh, now at where you're at in life that maybe you didn't know as well when you were a younger man? So the the quality of a friendship or a, rela- a relationship, I should say, isn't based on the length of time you've known somebody. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes people try to keep people around because they've been friends since childhood. Right, right. Uh, I, I, I grew up born, born and raised in Portland. Been here my whole life. So I have a lot of friends from elementary school and like that. Well, not, that's the thing. I don't have a lot of friends from elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> because I made a realization as I grew up that just because I've known them and they were considered a close friend for 25 years doesn't mean that that's who I need in my life mm. now. And they maybe just don't fit. We're just not growing the same direction, especially the way the social climate is now. Yeah. I got to be careful who I surround myself with. Yeah. Um, because that energy is important. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm in. I'm, I'm a little bit in the limelight right now, uh, at least locally. I mean, um, so that also matters who I'm surrounding yeah. myself with. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a big part of, is because I've also made some great friendships, great relationships um, with people that I trust uh, and really value, and I've only known them, you know, a couple of years. So. Yeah. Oh. So, of the things that are happening or where you're at in your life right now. What's something that's just what's really important to you, like right now? Really important to me, um, the black community, Portland. Really important. Uh, I grew up in it. Um, I'm now I'm in school finishing my degree in black studies, well, social science with a minor in black studies. So I'm learning a lot about uh, our plight historically uh, mm. and current, and how it's going to affect us in the future. And I kind of have a, a little bit of, I have a lot to learn, obviously, but I have a bit of an idea of what is needed to uh, get that ethical change I was talking about. Um, and so it's really important. And I, I will, we'll talk a little bit about what I'm doing, but that's why I'm doing what I'm doing is, uh, is um, trying to uh, help my community get to a place where we can um, start thriving mm-hmm. and uh, get, get our basic needs met, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, did you open that chamber? And I wanted to 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 to, to fast track us a little bit because I wanted to really talk about it. Tell 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 us or tell me or what's what's the story with taking ownership? Uh, you know, so once um, after the George Floyd murder, uh, I noticed people were starting. You know, it was like a perfect melting pot of, or a perfect storm, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, with the quarantine and everything, so people now are sitting around and have time on their hands to do research and want to really know and talk and get to know black people and why we are why we're so angry and uh, so I, I use it I use my platform to educate um, primarily white people on how to be allies and uh, through that one thing I talked about was systemic oppression and how property taxes, property values, and redlining and ownership, period, um, plays a big role in, in our oppression. Exclusionary mm-hmm. uh, laws, um, not being on their own property in certain areas, you know. Uh, so I talked about if, why don't we revive the black community, repair homes, renovate um, homes, and make sure that people can keep their homes and raise sweat, you know, build sweat equity, build property values. And people thought it was a great idea. Initially, it was more of a how many volunteers can we get and how many resources can we get donated and mm-hmm. we'll use. But then money started coming in. So we started raising a lot of money, and I was like, okay, so now, you know, and then, we, I, had, and then I was like, okay, this could be an actual organization. We could actually do something. I guess there wasn't really anybody doing this work, so, mm-hmm. uh, or at least not as quickly. And the money wasn't going directly to the family. Yeah. Um, you know, when, once you deal with some of the bigger organizations, there's a lot of a lot of loopholes and things they got to go through. Mm-hmm. But um, that's how it started. It really just was organic. Uh, I got to tell people it, it kind of chose me. Uh, I, you know, I don't have a I don't have a history in construction or anything like that. I, I used to be a appliance delivery guy. That's about it. Um, but yeah, that's how that's how it started. It's just people were like, "Yeah, let's do this." Alright, so I want to recount because I was I remember the the day I sort of remember the day it was like y'all wanted that was at least the way I remember it was almost like I want to do something to help with this. It's like you, you like you asked sort of right, and then it was like oh man, <laughs> like people are, people are like yeah, let's do this, let's do it. I can do that, I can do it. Was there um, were you surprised like of the response when you started like once you put the call out? you know, to kind of work on something, like how it came back to you or how fast? Very surprised. I mean, I put up the first home. I was like, hey, I told y'all it was a plan. Like, here's the first home we can work on. I've got somebody that can use some work. Um, you know, there's a lot of legal things that I wasn't clear, uh, that I wasn't uh, uh, tip to um, that I'm now learning with that, as far as like using volunteers and stuff like that. You know, I got to have waivers and stuff. Technically, yeah. Um, so, but I was at the time, I was like, all right, let's get to work, you know, yeah. clean up the yard, do paint, this and that. Oh, yeah, the, the attention that it got, the support it got was uh, way beyond what I could imagine, especially monetarily. Man. Yeah. Because, like, I think we got like 10 grand within a week uh, mm. donated. Just this gift to my Venmo, like, to my Venmo, <laughs> which, which, you know, it says a lot. Like, it's, they're trusting me. I really yeah. appreciate it. Appreciated that. So, because um, really, I mean, I, I really could just take the money because I don't even have to tell the IRS about it, yeah. given the nature of how it was sent. So I really appreciate it that people understand that I'm really out here. And, you know, you know me well. I'm, I'm yeah. not new to doing these type of things. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because, like, the... You know, sometimes when you take action, right, in the world, you're like, I want to do something, right? And so you start moving. And, and I should... I, I should Randall is is a well-known musical artist, you know what I'm saying? Uh, speaker minds and and is also his own independent works. 
And so folks may not, some folks that are listening may not when you know, understand sort of your already imprint you have here culturally, you know what I'm saying, and creatively, you know what I mean, and sort of the, the community that you've built around that. So I think, you know, I just want to put that on the map and I'll make sure to highlight that when I share this. Um, and, 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 and your music is, is motivational, it's inspirational, it's very, you know, positive, it's about coming together, you know what I mean? And so this is right in tune you know, with your value system, I think, you know what I mean, as, as outsider looking in, you know what I mean? But the, um, what was the, what was the most surprising about sort of the legal stuff? Like when, as you were like, yeah, we're going to go over there and like do the thing. Like what was, what was, what was there any of them that was just like, oh man, I didn't even know like that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never started an organization before yeah. and there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts to it. Um, a lot of, I mean, what's surprising is, I mean, I guess I just didn't really think about it. But what's surprising is just the amount of work that it takes to just get set up, mm-hmm. you know? And how many people you got to talk to and uh, creating a board. And I just looked at the 501c3 paperwork and damn near fainted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's tough. It's tough. The LLC part is, is pretty easy. But yeah, as far as the legal stuff, you know, I'm just now tapping into it. I spoke to a... a lawyer yesterday for the first time to get information and um it's just a lot of language that you have to have in order not you know to not expose yourself um mm-hmm. you have to protect a lot of parties you know yeah and, yeah it's just it's, it's gonna take language and it's gonna take me getting help a lot of help and that's the beauty of what's going on right now that i have a lot of help so so with um with where your um, like with the with the projects that you've already started, um, was there you know was there any particular way that you came to became aware you know of that 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 person was you know looking for some support to get you know some things done, like or how did you kind of like how did you find out that you know how did you make the connection I guess to to get busy for them? Um, I just I just asked a lot of questions. So like I was on Facebook and I was just like. Who knows of a black home that needs a, a black homeowner that needs work done? And then there it was. Yeah. She, she sent me a DM. Was like, I can use some help. And I was like, all right. And then I, I have a close friend of mine that's a licensed contractor. So we just went out there, took a look, took, you know, took a look, got the bid, figured out how much we needed to, to raise. And really, what I did is put out a list of all the things that she needed done, and uh, the rest was history. Then. Mm. Mm. So I think, uh, and you brought up something um, earlier about like the history of redlining and and our access to capital. Because one of the the challenging things I think for a lot of people and a lot of families, if if they have a property or something, you know, that the family has access or a family member owns, is uh is really lack of the res- access to resources to to take care of it. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of ways, like a house, like a car, when you buy one, like it works great, it's fantastic. As you drive it around more and more, you gotta you gotta fix stuff. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. in many ways, a house, even though it ain't moving, is the same way. Like every system in the house is deteriorating over time. You know what I mean? In one way or another. And, um, and the so, world is could, moving around it. So, mm. yeah. is there anything you can speak to that you you know that around just how that how important it is? You know, to to have people get access to fix their own homes. You know, in terms of impact. It's very important because we have a situation right now where a house was neglected so much that it really isn't even safe to live in, um, and it may need to come all the way down. And 
things that they that the, the system we live in what happens is you, you know they'll say it's expensive to be poor right so they're getting feed nuisance fees and, and things like that because their house doesn't look good enough for the rest of the neighborhood that now is this whole new neighborhood you know that has changed around them you know let's be real it's white people right mm-hmm. you know they're like house right there yeah. doesn't look good. I don't like looking and I and there I get it because this is property value and and certain houses can can uh and things around your neighborhood can affect that but that's another part is like it raises property values in these communities which funds things like schools the police mm-hmm. uh so many things that are important they fund a lot of resources uh and then build equity for for the family so they have something to pass down uh property to pass down so it's really helping them it's an equitable um service that's helping them keep their their homes in a lot of ways mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, because it's going to get rid of those fines but the, also the hard part to navigate and that's why i have a lot of realtors involved and architects and things like that is uh once you start pulling permits you raise the property tax so now that's that's one of the things that we have to navigate right right there's no predatory stuff going on and the advocacy portion is so important because right. you get in in helping someone get things you know really you know hopefully where they should be right they could be in a situation where like oh now we're going to give you this big big bill because your house is right. more now right so it's, you it's know cold game. They're, they're, it's a cold game cold game man you're right man yeah. so um all right so you know, we got to just, what would be just in terms of if folks want to get involved, want to get connected to what you're doing, where should I direct them or point them or what would be the right way to go? Uh, we are, I would say, taking, taking ownership, pdx.com. Uh, they can go there. It's, it's a work in pro- progress. One thing, a disclaimer I want to put out there is that this is brand new. It's a little over a month old. It yeah. happened kind of uh, organically, but we didn't, we didn't plan for it. Uh, so we're kind of catching up with everything, and a lot of people. I mean, like we have you know, almost 200 volunteers signed up. Uh, you know, we've raised 27 thousand dollars a month uh, through about almost 400 donors. So this thing took off, and I will, you know, so I'm playing catch up and I'm learning as I'm going. And I'm, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that want to come in and help, and, and coordinating help is a job in itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely. So, <laughs> So, you know, that's, that's a lot of work. I'm getting a lot of messages. I'm just trying to navigate this. Uh, sorry, I keep looking around. I'm, I'm sitting in my car. And it's yeah, yeah, no, you good. But, yeah, go to the website. So the website's ever-evolving. We just put up a referral form so you can, like, um, send, you know, if you, if you know of a black homeowner, a business owner that needs repairs, you can go there. Volunteer form, sign up there. I'm not 100% sure how we're going to use volunteers yet. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking more like the... the the easier work, like that, they're not going to be up on ladders and stuff like that. We don't want to risk all that. So, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be them doing demo jobs and, and yard work and clean up stuff. Um, and you can donate money there and you can just learn about the program. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that'd be the spot to go. Oh, oh. So, you know, we are because of trying to, trying to get you in, you know, what I mean, in between things. I'm a uh, I'm a hold and ask if I could get you back on in the future so we could get in we could get into music. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give you music short thrift, you know what I'm saying, in the time we got today. Um, but is there any um projects or anything that you want to point people to that I make sure I had that in this one, you know what I'm saying, while we're talking? 
I mean, I don't have any, I was in the middle of uh, out, like creating an album. And then when this happened, I kind of put that on the back burner. So I do have pretty much an album ready okay. that I got to like, you know, I got to do mixing, mastering, tighten up some things, uh, maybe add a couple songs. But really, uh, that, like I said, that's on the back burner for now as I, as I built this uh, organization. But, but I have a lot of music out there already. Uh, yeah. You can just, just look up Randall Wyatt. Um, on any online platform that you use for music, uh, same with Speaker Mind, and you can hear all the all the music we put out already. And I have quite a bit, so I've been been doing this a long time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, um, so with that, you know, what I mean, like I said I don't, I don't want to hold you a whole lot today because one is hot. You know what I'm saying, and they they had you, you know, they got people calling and pulling on you. So I want you to get some Sunday to yourself, <laughs> as they say. I do yeah, I'm but saying. Oh, definitely. And I appreciate you for giving me some time. So um I'm a, I'm gonna close this tight. Anything you wanna say just for the good of the good of the order, good of the world before I wrap us up? Um I don't have anything profound to say. I'm thankful that you let give me uh let me use your platform, brother. I really I really do and uh, I hope to talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. All right. A lot well, of things are changing, a lot, a lot of things are happening. So I'll have I'll have try to do stuff to talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. So with that, I'm going to say peace.